0: Are you a business owner who's fed up with feeling like the world thinks you have to be a boss, babe, CEO, whatever the hell that is, or hustle 24-7 in order to be taken seriously? If so, welcome to Life in Business, the podcast for women just like you who want to find a slow and steady way to grow your business that's built around genuine work-life balance, not a multi-million pound empire. I'm your podcast host, Libby Langley, business coach and mentor, solopreneur, soul trader, cat mama and diehard advocate of doing less to achieve more. In Life in Business, I'm going to share with you how to make small but effective tweaks, how to be confident in your business decisions, how to say no to things you think you should be doing and how to make a healthy and guilt-free profit doing exactly what you love the most without working 14 hours a day. Get ready to make your dreams come true. Here's this week's episode. Hello, I have got a very juicy Life in Business podcast for you today because we're going to talk about imposter syndrome. I think it's something that every single person in every walk of life, in every type of business or employment or anything feels at some point in their lives. And it can be mild or it can be crippling. But it's something in business that I think that actually we, we maybe feel a bit, I don't know, we feel it a bit harder. I suppose that's what I'll say, because particularly when you work for yourself, and uh, you know maybe you work from home, you spend a lot of time on your own. Then all you can kind of do in the down moments is find yourself scrolling on social media and comparing yourself to other people doing similar things to you. And this is a trap that everybody can fall into. And I'm not going to say to you that the way to cure imposter syndrome is to just come off social media because, you know, it's about managing what you do, right? But that's cold turkey isn't necessary here. But what I wanted to do today is give you a few reasons why you kind of ways for you to reflect on why you might be feeling like you feel sometimes. and some practical ways that you can support yourself through these times, okay? Um, And I hope that you know that I understand how you feel because I've been through some terrible times of imposter syndrome and comparisonitis and perfectionism and all these things that go under the same umbrella. But I feel as if I'm through the other side of that. And like I say, it never goes away. There's always something there. But what I'm going to talk to you about today is partly my, my experience and my journey and why I think that I don't suffer from it in the same way as I used to. Okay, so stay tuned. So if you've not listened before, Welcome. I'm Libby Langley, and I bring you Life in Business, the podcast, every week. I uh, talk to you about ways that you can make your business easier. And I always try and base everything on real experience that you can relate to and know that you're not alone in your business. And we're all in it together to support each other, make it easier, make it better, and make the world a better place. So, mm, imposter syndrome. Well, where do you think that these feelings kind of stem from. Really, a lot of it will boil down to that old chestnut, your childhood, (laughs) and really your family's expectations of you and kind of what's your norm, right? And this isn't a criticism of anybody in your family or, or anything else like that, because people can only do things based on their own experiences, right? We're all doing our due do in the way that we think is is right because that's the way that you know all, all our experience so far has taken us to this point so nothing i say is ever a criticism of of anybody but your family's expectations for me my family um the expectation really was that you did well in your exams you got as much education as possible and you went on and got a proper job with a well-paying pension and worked your way up the career ladder. And not in too pushy a way necessarily, but that was the expectation. So that's the path I went on. Um, I've got an old, older brother and that's the path he went on and then that's the path that I followed on. But certainly right through school, I wasn't all that interested, I guess. I um, I always thought I was quite academic because I did well enough in my exams, but I didn't like it all really. I kind of didn't find the thing that fitted, and so I didn't do brilliantly in my exams. But because I'm reasonably intelligent and I don't know capable of remembering stuff, <laughs> I was able to I was able to do do okay, even though it wasn't the path that really kind of suited me. But my brother did extremely well. You know, straight A student from school university everything and i just i just wasn't like that and part of that i guess is the second child i think there's always pressure on the second child to be the same if brilliant as the first or very different if the first is you know disappointing so there was always kind of a mold to follow which i found kind of tough and i didn't realize this until you know in my 40s quite frankly you just think that that's the way it is, and you're not as good, and everybody knows you're not as good, and that's the end of it. And so, like I say, it's only kind of recently that I've I've started to realise that actually my experience and the way I want to do things, the way I'm happy doing things, is also perfectly valid. But you don't question anything when you're when you're younger. So your family's expectations, uh, the expectations they kind of put on you without even necessarily saying it, can. It's certainly fuel imposter syndrome as you're as you're going starting your career and going down that path because I was never I didn't go to university straight from school because I wanted to get a job. I just didn't kind of yeah, I that's what I wanted to do. And it was, you know, not what was expected of me. But I did it and I always had good jobs and I worked my I I worked my way up my career ladder, but I changed jobs a lot. You know, I mean, six months here, a year there, and I think it probably helps me move quick, more quickly up the career path. But when you are, when that goes against the kind of long career in a steady job expectation, then it can be seen as um, sort of flighty and all of these things, and not being settled or satisfied, and so that can spark imposter syndrome because you're questioning why you're different, why you're doing things differently. And trying to fit into a different mold can be hard. So I have always done a lot of qualifications. Like I said, I didn't go to university straight from school, but I subsequently did many, many qualifications. So I did uh, postgraduate management qualifications, uh, undergrad management qualifications, postgrad management qualifications, and I did an MBA. So I did a master's degree in my 30s. And I got a distinction for this, you know, the highest grade that you could get did extremely well. And I enjoyed the experience in that it was quite a practical qualification. And I went to America uh, to do a group project. And, you know, I met some really cool people on the program because we were all adults doing it on a kind of day release from work. And I enjoyed it. Then I sort of ticked that box of meeting the family expectations, right? Right. But just as I was going through the process of completing the dissertation, I left my job and started my business. And I can honestly say that in the 10 years or something since I got my distinction for my MBA, I haven't done a thing with it. I mean, I did my dissertation on social media marketing strategy and corporate communication. So arguably, my business has been built around this, but I mean, it hasn't really because Academic qualifications are wildly different to the experience that you need in business and and what it is to run a business. So, you know, I kind of went down a path that wasn't my path. And I can like I say in my 40s, I can now see that. So you might be the same. You might be the same. And it's nothing to do with whether your family is loving or not. It's just kind of that's the way you do things. And if you don't want to do things that way, then it can be difficult. And I think things are, things are different now. I think perhaps there is more choice, there's more flexibility, there's more vocational education. Things are kind of different now. But when you start your own business, choosing your own path is quite important. Um, So moving away from having a job, your education, when you start your own business, you can often just start it almost in the same model as you had in your job. And so, you know, you work, you work the nine to five, you're very structured like that. You build a team, you do all the things that everybody tells you to do. And again, that can bring about imposter syndrome because it might not be what suits you, right? But when you start a business, you don't know what you're doing. And so to have the confidence, you might know what you're doing in terms of the practical skills that your clients that you're supporting, of course, but in terms of running a business, if you've never done it before, why on earth would you know how to do it or should you know how to do it? So what we often do is is to follow this, yeah, this traditional business model that we think, which involves having an office, having staff, working nine to five. All of these things that we understand and also passive income. Is a big thing in business. You know, everybody's told that you need passive income, you need digital products, you need to do this, you need to do this, you need to scale, you need to do. And so that breeds about imposter syndrome because there are hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people who are bigger and better at doing this kind of stuff. They've been doing it for a long time, they've got a lot of experience, they've got big teams, they've got hundreds of thousands of pounds to put into Facebook ads. So, of course, what you're doing is not the same as what they're doing. So to compare it is, is like comparing apples and pears, not even as similar as them. They're both fruit of trees, right? It's like comparing apples and lampshades. They're just wildly different, different things. So I certainly went down this path too. And I set up my business and I had an office and I had staff and then I changed all that and went back to being by myself. But then I went down the digital The digital business route because passive income was what the thing that we we were supposed to do. So I had a group program that was all delivered entirely online and I did the Facebook ads and I grew the business that way, but I didn't like it. I didn't like it. I don't like group programs. I don't like delivering group programs. I like working one to one. That's what really satisfies me. Being able to get into the really granular detail with someone and making a difference to their lives is absolutely what sets my heart alight. So, I when I was have when I had my group program, I felt chronic imposter syndrome, chronic, you know, really, really crippling. Sometimes that I wasn't getting the result, same results as other people, and doing far better than a lot of other people. But you never compare yourself to those people. It's always the people doing better that we compare ourselves to. So, why was I, you know, why was I not doing a hundred grand a month? <laughs> Why was, why was that now? What was I doing wrong? Must be something to do with me. Let me do this. Let me try harder. Let me do this. Let me add this in. You kind of get stuck in the perfectionism cycle. And it's really, really toxic and, and unhealthy. And it's only since I changed my business model completely in 2022 to, um, to deliver purely one-to-one services, one-to-one coaching, to work with far fewer people and to do it in the way that I wanted, that I would say that my imposter syndrome has—I mean, it's not gone because we do sometimes think. I mean, like that's like this is hilarious that I've got a podcast. Who am I to have a podcast? And I think everybody kind of feels like that. It's a mild imposter syndrome, I would I would say really. But when I changed the business model to what I really wanted to do, I don't feel I don't really I don't feel that anymore because I know that I'm good at helping my clients. I know that they get fantastic transformations from me that I see it in their faces every time I talk to them. So it's for me it's I would say that choosing your own path in business, what you really want to do is the biggest way that you can that you can deal with with your imposter syndrome. And I think the rule of thumb there is if it makes you happy and it makes you laugh, do it. Puts a smile on your face, do it. If it doesn't, don't. And that's a really simple way to do it. And the more you personalize things, the less imposter syndrome you will feel. Because you can't imposter yourself or be an imposter to yourself. Not sure what that sentence should be, but you can't can't be an imposter if you're comparing yourself to yourself. So just think of that. If it makes you happy, it makes you laugh, just do it. It's fine, whatever. You know, you're on your own path. Nobody can... Nobody can say anything about that, or you can't compare yourself to anyone else because you might say, "Oh look, she's doing that." Yeah, but she—that's different, and I don't want to do that. Brilliant, good, okay. Cross that one off, and also unfollow people who aren't helpful. And I would say to look back at where you've been. This is something that we don't do enough, and I do say this to my clients a lot. I remind them of where they were when we first started working together or even at the beginning of that session and where they are at the end of that session. So look back at old posts that you've shared on social media or emails you've sent or blogs you've written, you know, notes or journals, however you kind of document stuff. I saw a video pop up on my memories a couple of, couple of days ago and it was a video, it was a live that I'd done two years ago. Previously on Instagram, and I watched it, and oh, it was an uncomfortable watch because I was actually ta- I'd just done a confidence workshop, and I was talking about this confidence workshop and confidence in business, and I actually made myself cry during the live, and all kudos to me for so you know two years ago me for still sharing it because it was very vulnerable. But I watched it, and I thought, oh yeah, no, I'm not that person anymore. I'm not. I don't feel like that anymore, and it's only by having that kind of record almost of how we used to feel and be, that we can properly reflect on how we are now. And it's really, really powerful to do that reflection because where you are now will not be the same place you were last year. And you might not have achieved the goals that you want to achieve yet, but you're a dance closer to them than you were last year. Even if it's in a way... Forget financials, but if it's in a way like I said about my business model, where I am this year compared to where I was this time last year, I am loving it. I'm loving life and I'm loving what I'm doing and I'm loving my clients and I'm not stressing or questioning in the same way that I was. And to me, that's phenomenal progress, but it's hard to put that in a spreadsheet in terms of measuring goals, right? Leads me on to some practical ways you can support yourself. And one of those is setting really personal goals. Now, I've talked about uh, vision and goals in a previous episode of this podcast. I think it was episode two. If you scroll back, if you search back and have a look, you'll be able to listen to that one. But really personal goals are just that. So yes, financial stuff. But actually, when you close your eyes and think about your day, your life, your Business, your family situation, or everything what is it? What do you want it to be and that's a really personal goal, and that can really help you with your imposter syndrome because nobody else is going to have that exact same vision as you even you if you have a partner and your partner you <laughs> you have this kind of joint vision you'll both have nuances as to how you actually want it to play itself out. so if you set yourself a really personal goal. Only you need to know whether you're on that path and only you will be able to measure yourself on it and only you will be able to compare to where you would want to be and put the steps into place to move yourself forward. So it's one good way to get away from comparisonitis, which can be crippling. And another practical way to support yourself and save yourself from your imposter syndrome is to get testimonials. It can be quite challenging and quite hard to get. And I'll do a future episode about testimonials um, in more detail. But just to say, like I've said, that when I work with my clients and I can see on their faces that something I've said has clicked for them and has made a big difference to them. And that's not necessarily a testimonial, but it's sort of an internal validation testimonial to me. And sometimes I scribble down a sentence that they've said because you're capturing it in the moment of them saying it rather than you ask someone to put together a testimonial it might not come across in quite the same way so just so capture those screenshot messages that you get and keep it in a little um yay I'm ace file you know (laughs) testimonial file and if you're ever questioning yourself just flick through them and just think oh my god yeah I've done some really good stuff I said that one sentence that changed that person's life (laughs) (laughs) And that's brilliant, and that only you can do that, okay, because it was you that said those words that made the difference. And when it comes to your marketing, and I know this is where you're like, I can't do it, I can't put myself out there, I can't do it, she's so confident, she looks so great on camera, I can't do it, I can't do it. Yeah, you can. Yeah, you can. And I'll tell you for why. Because you can have a conversation with somebody else, you can FaceTime a friend, you can talk to somebody at the bus stop, in the street, in the supermarket that's all your marketing needs to be. Okay. So if you just talk as beautifully as you do and passionately as you do about your business, that's all it needs to be. And again, nobody can judge that. Nobody can question that because that's, that's you and you are beautiful and fantastic as exactly as you are. And that's the person that people want to see and need to see out there. Okay. And the final thing I would say in terms of a practical way to support yourself in dealing with your imposter syndrome is to get support. Yeah, you're going to hear me say this a lot, (laughs) but get support, talk to someone. That might be a biz buddy that you met. You know, I've met some great business buddies, friends on through Instagram and we support and talk to each other, but I also have a coach. Who I pay to kick my ass, to think about things differently, to support me in moving forward to the goals that I've set myself, not goals that I've been, that have been dictated to me. And that's what I do for my clients as well. So my clients come to me for the, exactly the same support. But often people will think because you're a coach that you don't need a coach. And oh, yeah, you do, because we all need support. Okay. We all need support and we all need help. So you know where I am, you can contact me on Instagram at Libby Langley, DM me and if you want to book in a call with me where we can go through my easy framework to help your business run more easily and more smoothly, you can always book in a free 30 minute call with me. So support is available and support is out there. Make sure you use it, make sure you access stuff that's out there because doing this stuff on your own, that's when you get lost in your head and that's when the imposter syndrome really does creep in. So put measures in place so that it can't, okay? So I've been through quite a few ways today, reasons why you might, where your imposter syndrome might've come from, just so you can have an understanding of that and why it's important to choose your own path in business and genuinely choose your own path in business. I don't say that as a kind of platitude, but just do what makes you happy it's your business just do it the way you want to and if that means you work in your pajamas all day or you know you take up residence in the local cafe for 7 hours a day who cares it doesn't matter it's however you want to do it right and get support get really personal in your goals get testimonials and do your marketing like it's just one to one conversations and i would say that the easiest way to keep your imposter syndrome at bay is to just be you take a deep breath and focus on your own path just go wherever the hell you want to go do whatever the hell you want to do and that's what's going to that's what's going to give you the best chance best chance to be the best person in business that you want to be and to make yourself the happiest and have the easiest business you can ever have. I hope that that's been useful and food for thought for you today. Some of the things I've touched on, like I say, I'm gonna do future episodes on that. And if there's anything else that you want me to talk about, anything that you think I could provide some insight and support into, please do message me on Instagram at Libby Langley. I would love to hear from you. And I would love to talk about the things that you, you need to hear about. So don't be shy and say hi oh I didn't even realise that that was going to rhyme <laughs> you see this is what you do you uh, you know just be yourself <laughs> if you make yourself laugh at least once a day then I think in, I think you're probably on the right track so thank you very much for joining me today it's been an absolute pleasure as ever I would love it if you screenshotted you listening to this and shared it on social media tag me at Libby Langley or take a picture of yourself wherever you are listening to it at walking the dog or in the car don't take a photo of yourself while you're driving there because that's really bad and make sure you always tag me on social media at Libby Langley it's been a pleasure thank you very much for joining me and I'm gonna see you next time thank you for listening to life in business please make sure you subscribe or follow so you don't miss any future episodes If you enjoyed today's show, please leave a review as it helps others to find the podcast and spread the word that there is an easier way to do business. If you want to chat with me about today's episode or suggest a topic for the future, I'd love to hear from you. You can find me on Instagram at Libby Langley. See you next week.